0: Just a couple of guys sitting around talking travel.
2: I can't. I keep thinking about that mountain line sneaking up on old dude sitting in his hot tub. Hot tub with his wife, just chilling. Good, good evening in Colorado. Probably good hot tub weather, and then just the mountain line just starts gnawing on your head.
0: The two people in mm-hmm. my life who enjoy um, when animals attack stories more than anyone I know are. Well, actually, it would be a tie for number 1 between my two sons. They love them, some animal, When Animals Attack stories, Andy and Jason do. And then the other one would be you. Love those When Animals Attack stories.
2: See, you have you two people in your life, though, me, uh, myself, and your good friend George Dunham. We're both on yeah. the same page when it comes to animals doing human-like activities. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But, um, yeah, my, my – uh, uh, my kids, even my daughters, like those uh, animal. My my daughters really like when animals do weird stuff, like you mentioned, almost human like things. Like if
2: the like if the mountain, like I envisioned a scenario where the mountain lion like saw a grill and wanted to make him like yeah. something on the hibachi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And attacked the guy so he could just go back inside and then yeah. he's got the hibachi to himself it, and it, rawr,
0: working himself right. some shrimp on the yeah. Barbie and some mm-hmm. chicken there. Okay, <laughs> okay, I get you. Uh, so anyway, but no, we were talking about. Uh, well, and then somebody else on the Specs text line that we leave open for you certainly at 337-3776. We try to be only, responsive. There's only like two
2: people that we block from the Specs text line. Yeah, and I don't it, like doing that. I mean, you, I you, no, you got to do something to get blocked. You got to do something. It's got to
0: be something really something profane heinous. and pretty pretty bad. I mean, like the angry text about women's basketball. Never would block a person like that. No, would would might it might uh, counsel you to just throttle back a little bit, just just kind of take a deep breath, like you said. But never got it would never block anybody uh just being angry about stuff. Uh so here somebody who said there's a story about uh an exotic cat stuck in a tree that was rescued and tested positive for cocaine. We had that last week. Yep. Uh we had that. Um yeah. So yeah. Uh, there's you know, there's it's stuff like that. So it would have been more interesting, says Stoner, if it was a cougar. Stuck up on the uh, that snuck up on the hot tub couple, okay.
2: Craig. Were, were were hot tubs a thing when you were in college, or was that not quite? Were you? Uh, were, were, uh, you... It was right after that when it okay. really
0: started to uh, to to ratchet
1: up. So
2: you wouldn't have gone hot tubbing back in your college days, no. Cameron, did you ever do any hot tub adventures in college?
1: I had some friends who had hot tubs at their house, though, so not during college, just okay. during you know spring break, fall break etc that's
2: what you do in san marcus craig you just cause a ruckus at a hot tub to yeah. get kicked out and then you go find another one and get kicked out of that one and you just keep going until either you, you find run, one that works you for either you. run out of hot tubs or you run out of hours in the nighttime when i'm it's surprised about three four in the morning
1: that's how they roll down in hayes county yeah. there's a lot of hot tubs in san marcus i would figure it because it's texas there's not a lot of hot tubs around
2: no because the best time to go hot tubs is in the winter time
1: that's, That's when true. folks do it. It's yeah. when
2: you do it. But yeah. I will caution. Yeah, that was yeah. one of the sickest I've ever been in my life. Was after a uh, a nice round of hot tubbing. Yeah. There's
0: several people who are saying I believe a cougar and a mountain lion are the same thing. I think Stoner's point is he was trying to go with that different kind. Yeah, of cougar. It's, uh, yeah. I don't think he was talking about the big cat. Uh, so somebody said, "Craig, don't block me, please." Go awards. <laughs> We're not going to do that. Like I said, we don't. We don't usually do that. So. Um, Somebody said, Craig, assuming the streaming rights you talked about also apply to the football season. Not really. Occasionally you get a bowl game that does that, but not in the regular season. Regular season, you can listen online at TexasSports.com. You can go to the Horn app and it'll be redirected to it. So uh, you can do that uh, to listen on your phone. You can go to the Horn app and then there's there's a, an icon there that tells you how to listen to uh, Texas football and basketball games and, and things of that. Nature. So I uh, so said, Glad you didn't block me for my samples.
2: <laughs> uh, Jim and Lago Vista's good people.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, said, so Georgia local radio hasn't quite made it into the 21st century yet. Need my long horse picks. Okay. <laughs> uh, put the table in the hot tub, makes it easier to play dominoes. So there you go. Were either you guys a dominoes guy? I, I'm not a native Texan. You know and what? I remember my grandparents having them, but we almost never played them. It's only in the
2: last couple of years that I've taken a liking to Domino's. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Johnny DeBase says nothing beats Josh Rosen having a hot tub in his dorm room at UCLA. That, yeah, He went full-on Rodney Dangerfield on I forgot on that. about that, yeah. Uh, th- did that as, as well. Um, yeah, and then somebody said, uh, "Ask any updates on Rory? She did injure her leg a little bit. She was at the post-game press conference and said it was sore – was hurting. She said, I've had some issues with it during the year. She did and when she missed games earlier in the season like the first matchup with Louisville. Um, she said, But it'll be all right. It's just gonna take she said, I'm sure they'll take a look at it, but um uh, hopefully she'll she'll be okay.
2: You know, uh speaking of Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen is the reason why I have to have a lot of caveats when I do a player comparison. Yes. Because when I was down at the Under Armour game, Josh Rosen, the year he was supposed to be there, he opted out of the game or didn't show up or whatever. I forget what the case right. was. But I heard some folks in my industry talking about Josh Rosen, and Troy Aikman's name came up. And I said, "That's that was the first time I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Talking about a number one overall draft pick, a Super Bowl MVP, a Hall of Famer, like. Josh Rosen hasn't done anything to warrant any kind of comparison to Troy Aikman. Yeah. Maybe that's just me being a Cowboys fan. No, ever since no, then, no, you're like,
0: right. Uh, no, no, those were prophetic words. Uh, he did finish the season on an NFL roster, didn't he?
2: I think it was with Tampa. Yeah. Maybe on Tampa's yeah. practice squad. Yeah. I'll check that out. That's in yeah. my head, that yeah. sounds right.
0: I was thinking that he had. Of course, now Baker Mayfield is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. So you have that going on. Uh, somebody said, hey, Jeff, I may have missed it, but how's the O-line looking in football? Uh, we'll do that in the next yeah, in the notebook coming up. Just we'll add that to the total in the notebook. Texter,
2: when we come back from the break before we do the notebook, uh, send that text again just so it's top of mind. Somebody
0: asked me, test test, am I blocked? No, you're not blocked. It's okay. Uh, I said, Trey blocked me once for calling him out on his conspiracy theories. Well, uh, well, we have very few conspiracy
1: theories, and we won't block you for that.
2: If Craig just read your text, that means you're not blocked. Yeah, so.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Trey and BK blocked a lot of people on the Spec text line during their show. I'm telling you.
0: As they were later told, don't do that. Ben, don't you know, do that
2: with the folks wags has run through here on sundays mm-hmm. if the fbi ever raided this building they're starting <laughs> with that computer cameras on and i don't even i don't want to know what they might find on
0: it okay <laughs> uh catch wags with that fantasy show <laughs> on sunday mornings for for an adventure
2: sometime uh
0: like can you imagine
2: what sam pica's searching when he's back there like i said the stuff you start thinking about and you you don't want to know yeah that's a good point. Your brain is going to take you a lot of down a road. You just you'd rather not go down.
0: Somebody else said I got an inflatable hot tub from Walmart for two hundred dollars. It stays at one hundred four degrees and it's perfect for the Texas winters. Wow! And you did that an from inflatable Walmart? hot tub. How about that? So uh, somebody asking for Cocaine Bear reviews. We haven't seen it. So, uh, someone else texted and said they believe it's on Amazon Prime. Dude, now.
2: if it's on Prime, if it's on Walmart, Prime, I might right? watch it tonight.
0: Yeah. Because A V
2: consultations that. got me that good setup in the living room. Yeah, yeah. Send the wife and daughter to bed because my wife has zero
0: interest. Interesting. Like, in that. This
2: is not me doing a bit. Like my wife is, yeah, right, borderline disgusted with the fact that I love cocaine bear and want to see it. <laughs> and she was even more disgusted. when I said it's probably going to be a lot like snakes on a plane. She's like, oh yeah, like that's going to make me really want to go watch it.
0: Yeah, man. yeah, good point. uh uh C Pal says. Uh, I like it boiled, said the Lion. <laughs> uh, so, um, CB asked, why is Ronnie Terry not a finalist for Naismith Coach of the Year?
2: Because they didn't put him on the list. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I mean,
0: the Naismith people, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I think CB's asking that rhetorically. Yeah. And I'd agree with you. He was, after all, the Sporting News National Coach of the Year. You'd think he'd at least be on the list. On the list. I understand Jerome Tang being on the list. He was the Big 12 Coach of the Year, and they also have advanced to the Sweet 16. Uh, there have been other coaches that that made it as well, but I don't know. Uh, you'd have to ask, I guess, the people who put it. Put it. All yeah. right,
2: you want the full list of yeah. finalists? Because I yeah. got them right here. Yeah,
0: let's let's hear it.
2: Uh, Jeff Capel at Pitt, Chris Collins at Northwestern. Mick Cronin at UCLA. This is the, yeah. This is 2023. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dusty May at Florida Atlantic. Matt Painter at Purdue. Well, I don't think Matt Painter's uh, it. Bill Self at Kansas. Shaka Smart at Marquette. Jerome Tang at K State. This does have Rodney Terry as a finalist.
0: CB, check your list again.
2: Rodney Terry at Texas.
0: Finalist, not semifinalist.
2: This says finalist.
0: CB, check your list.
2: Oh no, this is semifinalist. finalist CB bad.
0: Don't check your list. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read shouldn't, shouldn't I should know better than the doubt CB. sorry about that
2: um give me just a minute that's I gotta... a semi-finalist list
0: yeah. uh in the meantime while he looks it up uh Daryl says uh I'll be blocked from mentioning NASCARs at COTA this weekend absolutely not yeah that's been point it's going to be a very very busy weekend clearly uh with with that going on and the Dell match play going on for the final time in Austin, so, and there's Longhorn Baseball, Big 12 Conference opening series against Texas Tech. going to be a very busy weekend. All right. I got I the got the
2: four finalists.
0: Yep. So they trimmed it to four. Yeah. All right.
2: Matt Painter, Kelvin Sampson, Shaka Smart, Jerome Tang.
0: <sighs> Don't understand how Matt Painter's on there. I know they got a one seed. I know they won the Big Kel- Ten. Kelvin
2: Sampson being on there makes sense?
0: Absolutely. U of H
2: probably. Uh, th- Do they spend more weeks at number one than anybody else's? I
0: think so. Whether well, either them or Bama,
2: uh, close. Nate well, Oates
0: not on that list. Nate No. Nate, Nate Oates, Oates not, not on, on that it.
2: list. Uh, Shaka Shaka won the the Big East regular season and yeah. tournament. Yep. And then we know what Jerome Tang did in the Big Twelve. Yeah. So
0: yeah. So, uh, but we're in agreement. The other three, I don't have a problem with. I think I think Roddy should be there instead of Matt Painter. That, Purdue yeah. was the preseason favorite in the Big 10 anyway. Yeah. And they they followed through on that and they won and then they went out in the first round. So, you know, I don't know when those ballots got cast. Was it before the tournament started?
2: Well, the semifinalists were released on March 10th.
0: Okay, so that's conference tournament championship weekend.
2: Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't
0: see. If it. if the ballots were to be turned in before Purdue played on Friday, that might make more sense if they were due by like Sunday. How do you put that guy in as a finalist? I
2: don't that? know. Hey, by the way, do you know who the sponsor is, Craig, for the Naismith Coach of the Year? Tell me, Warner Ladders.
0: Yeah, because they're a big sponsor of the NCAA tournament. That's the ladder they use to cut down the nets.
2: Yeah, you hear Jim Nance. and this this uh, they're cutting down the nets with their Warner ladder, and they flash the Warner ladder. Absolutely.
0: When I, when I do the Westwood One broadcast, we have a, a reader, a drop in, where you really Warner Ladders. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. I guess yeah. if
2: you're paying enough for the sponsorship, you got to get the sponsor. Ready.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so somebody else uh, enjoying our show. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. uh John and the Bay… Says, uh, need to be careful, there's hot tubs in the house, like when Kramer took the power down an old building it <laughs> caused the runner to miss the New York City Marathon. That's true. That's true. Oh, oh, like hot
2: tub time machine?
0: Yeah. There's, uh, my buddy has a cabin he rents out about five miles away from that hot tub cougar story. He recently saw, oh yeah, there's a cougar in his backyard. Thirty. Feet from or thirty inches from his hot tub. Yeah, uh, said uh, might be the same beast looking for some sous vide human head. Uh, so there you go. Uh, so that's it. Just checking in. I got blocked
2: one time. Hopefully, I'm not blocked anymore. You're not blocked.
0: You're not. Craig, blocked. does it it's make okay? me a
2: huge nerd if I fi- if I follow the AP style book on Twitter? Uh, no, no, okay. I don't. Here's something interesting. You remember how one time on this show we had to use, you made the politically correct term for the homeless by its people experiencing homelessness? That's what
0: we're told, that okay. that, 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 that is the preferred no choice later. of phraseology, yes. Uh,
2: here, Check this out. Yeah. So AP Stylebook says, we use the term older adults or older people rather than senior citizens, seniors, or elderly as a general term when appropriate and relevant. Aim for specificity when possible. New housing for people 65 and older. An exercise program for women over 70, et cetera.
0: Okay. Well, you, you take note of it. On In the PGA, it's no longer called the Senior Tour. It's the Champions Tour. Mm-hmm. So, you know, perhaps that's becoming a preferred topic. Um, so,
2: Look, when I get to that age, you can just call me an old F. I don't even care.
0: Yeah. I'll be uh, I'll
2: be pretty close to death. What am I going to care anyway?
0: Right. Uh, somebody said we need to have a day where Jeff is in charge of the music.
2: Hmm? Yeah. Well, yeah, right. we'd I, leave we leave that can, to our producer can, can do that. in
0: most cases. I mean, he's back there. Cameron the asked for
2: my input from time to time. Yeah.
0: Um, so somebody else would recommend not Googling cougar on hot tub. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Hey, somebody, uh, uh, considering what it is considering what it is says the texter i thought cocaine bear was great it was nothing like what i expected my wife even thought it was funny and she had zero expectations <laughs> of course yes of course she was drinking he adds so
2: yeah it, like if you're going if you're going to cocaine bear expecting to see like citizen kane yeah you're going to be disappointed
0: you're not going to see the king's speech Together, I, which is I, one of my all-time favorite movies.
2: I watch I watch Cocaine Bear for the same reason I watch Pro Wrestling. Every now and then, I just want to suspend my disbelief and watch something that has no meaning and no bearing, and you can just take it for what it is.
0: The Daniel Day Lewis portrayal of Lincoln in the movie Lincoln. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. But that wouldn't keep me from watching Cocaine Bear. Right. You know. So I I, I, yeah? Yeah. We got some, Can you give us the uh, breaking news sounder if we've got
1: some breaking news? Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Fresh off of Drew Locke's Twitter, him and Tom Herman have squashed the beef, guys. Playing golf together today.
2: How really? about that? All right. Well,
0: good for them. Any truth to the rumor that Coach Herman was playing
1: the round of
2: golf wearing a backpack? Right? No, no,
1: no, never mind. Never mind doing that. So
2: secure the bag is officially. Yeah squashed beef drew
1: Locke is wearing a backpack in this picture they took together so. i
2: love it see i like that and the art
1: they're actually doing the hand signal too oh they they're use, doing the so whole deal yeah this is perfect this is good see
0: we can't all learn to get along uh captain well, then, K- oh, look at that yeah uh captain K- Man says uh cocaine bear was awesome I was expecting a Sharknado type of movie, but was pleasantly surprised how much I laughed. That's the Elizabeth Banks
2: influence. Yeah. By the way, I did not mean that pro wrestling has no meaning. I don't need Mark Henry coming down here and yeah. strangling me. So.
0: Yeah, you are the, uh, other than uh, Suplex Stu, you're the you're the, the biggest the whole, uh, wrestling those, proponent, you and Chad, the, in this
2: building. And Chad and I have discussed, like, Stu is on a whole different level. Yeah. I'm on a little bit of a different level than Chad, but... The gap between Chad and I is nowhere near the Grand Canyon size chasm between myself and too. Sand Trap Sand Trap
1: he... Stew this week, guys. Oh, yeah, he's Sand Trap too, <laughs> this weekend out at
2: Del
0: Bizarre Dale Dudley asks, you, Should I get some Coke to watch Cocaine Bear? Asking for a friend. Coca Cola? All right. uh said. So- Wait, Cocaine Bear isn't up for an academy in 2024? It's a conspiracy. See what I did there? Brian in Georgia. Yeah. Uh, the, the the Oscar award stuff hasn't been announced yet. And our good friend Tom McKay of Audiovisual Consultation says, I've heard chunks of the show today. I eat like a 15-year-old and will not stop. Cocaine Bear is awesome. I saw it twice on the big screen. John Wick opens this weekend, and I'm flying to Boston for it. That's our man, Tom. Hey, Hey, Tom. Ease up on Camilla being a Boston Bruins fan. I know you're a Dallas Stars honk. The Bruins are on a record pace to win more games and score more points than any team in NHL history. Now, it's all not going to mean the hill of beans if they don't win the Stanley Cup. Now, now, and hopefully my Carolina Hurricanes can take them out. Tom says some of
2: that in jest. I know he enjoys yeah. a, nice, a nice steak every now and then. He does. At a quality steakhouse. Yeah, he does. But he probably eats like
0: a 15-year-old. I'm sure I'm sure He probably does like what my son Jason did. I told the story when we were driving to North Carolina, and I look over, and we stop. It was in Kentucky at a truck stop, and I got some water, and I got something really healthy to eat, and I'm driving down the highway, and I look over at him, and he's crushing a bag of jalapeno corn nuts and washing it down with a Mountain Dew code red, and I thought, he, be might, young he again. might as well
2: have gone, gone ahead and got boiled peanuts yeah. while he was at it.
0: <laughs> no, not, not going to do that. <laughs> not going to do that. But we will do a Flex 30 update, and we will do a, a second-hour Longhorn Notebook when we return with Light the Tower on the Horn, 1049-1019, AM 1260, live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
0: See, when you have musical offerings like this from our producer, Cam Parker, why do you even need me or Jeff Howe to make suggestions, right?
2: I, mean, I might throw some Ghetto Boys on there or something.
0: A little reggae working here this morning. There we go.
2: Maybe a little DMX to wake everybody up.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. That would do a good trick. Uh, I will. Th- This is uh, light the Tower. Our man CB says Keanu Reeves was an awesome South by Southwest promoting John Wick 4. He was. Yeah. Did any of the
2: listening audience think you just heard that sneeze I just had? Uh, I, I could a, barely ta- hear it. I'm yeah. a violent sneezer, I think. That's uh. what my wife has told me. I sneeze violently. I've been told I'm a I'm a violent whenever I vomit on rare occasions. Mm. I've been told I'm a violent vomiter. Yeah. That it sounds, because I scream vomit, so it sounds horrific. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else does that.
0: yeah, yeah. Suppressing the vom uh, the vomit there, you know they used to they used to call um, the exit portals in a stadium vomitoriums. Yeah, yeah.
2: probably for the best that they changed that though.
0: Yeah, and there's still a term that's used in college athletics when they're going back through on the report of so and so arrested for public intoxication. So-and-so was, uh, we had 15 people escorted from the stadium for unruly behavior, three arrested for public intoxication, and there were six rainbow spills. That's someone losing it. It's classified as a rainbow spill. Tossing your cookies? Yeah, a rainbow spill. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Somebody said they missed the notebook earlier. Uh, We're about to get one coming up here in a moment. But right now, first we have our uh, Flex 30 update. Flex ATX, for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. Uh, Yesterday, we did the Westlake update. It's still down to one dude... And now it's only one person because that's Brock cutting in because Shea Holly and the Texas women were taken out last night.
2: In the men's tournament, so for local products, you yeah. got Brock? Yep. You got Dylan Deseo. Yep. You got Jamal Shedd. Yep. Is that it? I think so. If I'm missing anybody, we'll if check I'm missing it again. somebody.
0: We'll check the Sweet Sixteen rosters and see if we're if we're missing anybody. But I think that. Uh <laughs> And, and so we'll do that in a moment. Uh, I asked you yesterday. You got anything on your schedule? No, because no, you're you're kind of well, you're splitting it because you got some golf working this weekend, don't you? Can
1: yeah, match play all week. Uh, back at the Diamond Friday night Friday. for Stony Point, Round Rock against Stony Point. Right, well, they do play at Stony Point tonight for their fourth district game of the season. Okay, all right. So looking forward to that. All right, so there it is. There's your uh, flex
0: thirty update for today. Somebody uh, checked in from uh, on the text line saying that you know when we were talked about the vomitoriums, it was liter- it was called that from the old gladiator battles in Rome where people would literally vomit in those areas. That's true because in those really Caligula esque periods where they would just eat themselves into that vomitous state up and then go back to eating again. I think we've said the word vomit enough today um, on the show, just saying. Um, so, anyway, so I said. The women's game yesterday caused a rainbow spill. So <laughs> styled style daddy. <laughs> uh, so, there you go. If you can't have humor. Um, Someone said, I missed the note. Oh, it was John in the Bay. We said, any chance we can chat about Hudson's update on. that be Hudson Standish. The, yeah, uh, on 247 about Cam Williams possibly moving inside. yep. And how that affects the depth chart and what that could look like come fall, potential portal entries. That also goes to the other person asking about the O-line.
2: Well, let's just let's go ahead and hit it right now. Give yeah. You the notebook.
0: Yeah, let's do it right now. Jeff it's Longhorn, Longhorn Notebook. It's a Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert, your Longhorn lender. Check her out on the web at bowersockteam.com.
2: So yeah, so Hudson Standish, my colleague at Horns 24-7 mentioned yesterday yeah. the Cam Williams uh, through practices, has been working some at guard and running with the ones. I, I I would say this. So when I was out there today, we didn't see that because when we when the online goes through individual, it's mainly just fundamentals. It's footwork, it's hands placement. Kyle Flood's always doing something in the individual for like just fundamentals and technique. But I'm told that not just Cameron Williams, but this is he's doing a lot of cross training right now. Kyle Flood is just get a look at guys in different spots, planning on different scenarios. So, I don't. I don't think it affects the depth chart that much. And when you talk about portal moves. I'm assuming you're meaning guys going into the portal. I mean, with the offensive line, to me, it's way too early for some of those guys to know where they stand. Uh, like, take a look at the guys that didn't play a lot last year, right? Like DJ Campbell's going to get his shot right now with Cole Hudson out. But I mean, you still got Cole Hudson there, Connor Robertson, sure. probably going to be your. your is going to have a chance when he gets healthy to be your backup center. You know, Malik Ogbo, Nato Meyazulu, they're getting plenty of reps right now. And then the rest of them are the true freshmen, which a lot of those guys probably knew they weren't going to play mm-hmm. right away. So, I don't, I, I don't think you're going to have just this abundance of offensive linemen at the transfer portal just because there's a lot of numbers there. I think what you're probably looking at is at the end of the fall that would be my guess would be when you're going to see if you see O-line attrition. Not to say you won't see it after spring ball but I think some of those big names that realize okay now I'm going into year two going into year three and I'm buried on the depth chart and I don't see it getting any better or whatever the case is. I think at that point you would see some guys start
0: okay. to move on. Okay. All
2: right. So that's just where things are with the offensive line. But, you know, that group, it started, you know, you can see the makings of a group that should be one of the better offensive lines in the Big 12. And I'm not just talking about because you return a lot of starts up front. You return everybody that started last year. But you look at the strides Kelvin Banks continues to make. People forget about Kelvin Banks. Like, he's not a finished product. He played really well as a true freshman and exceptionally well for a true freshman. But he still got development. There's still mm-hmm. development that has to go on there. Sure, uh, you know Christian Jones was a late bloomer in football. Didn't didn't play football until his junior year of high school. He still got some developing to do. I think Jake Majors. It's more physical development. I I'll tell you this, Craig, and not just because I've seen him on the practice field, but he, there was a I, I think a basketball availability two weeks ago where I was leaving Moody Center and mm-hmm. he was walking into the parking garage. I don't know that anybody. And I'm talking about the offensive line recruits that I've covered at Texas. I don't know that anybody has worked harder or done a better job to reshape their body from the time they committed to the program to like being in it in year three than Hayden Connor's done. Yeah. Just just an unbelievable body transformation he's gone through. Put wow. in a lot of work. Uh, so the upside with him is really high. I think he's one of your better run blockers. Talked about DJ Campbell and Cole Hudson. So I think there's still a lot of stuff to be determined. And plus, if I'm one of those backup offensive linemen, I know this. Texas got through the la- through last season basically only using DJ Campbell as a replacement for the Baylor game when Cole Hudson got hurt. It's basically the only time you really needed to go to your bench for a backup offensive lineman. It's very, very, very rare. That a college offensive line goes through all thirteen games with the same five starters playing ninety five percent of the snaps through the season. So chances are you're gonna need some of those backup guys. And I think that's why I said I think some of those guys will stick it out because hey, if so and so gets hurt, I might have an opportunity to, you know, get a job and then you, you think you don't relinquish it. So whatever. Still plenty of time for everything to sort itself out on the offensive line. Like I said, I just wouldn't I wouldn't assume just this glut of attrition is gonna happen. Okay. All right. Uh, And a lot of people wanted to uh, Mm -hmm. kind of reset what I talked about in the first notebook. I went into it more in-depth. You can get that at hornfm.com when it posts. Uh, Kim, is that posted yet? First hour notebook?
1: It is. Hornfm.com.
2: Hornfm.com. Go check it out. Uh, Malik Murphy, full participant while we were out of practice today during our media viewing window. Jonathan Brooks, back as a full participant coming off that hernia surgery. Isaiah Nayer went through a few drills. Haven't seen him do that yet, so that's hugely positive. Keelan Robinson's still out. Jalen Catalan's still out. I'm, I'm imagining I don't think we'll see much of Jalen Catalan
0: at all this spring. I'm not expecting right. it. How much did you get to see of C.J. Baxter?
2: Uh, a little bit. Chip Chip Brown, my colleague. Chip watched more of the running backs and yep. quarterbacks than I did. I was watching more offensive line receivers right. and trying try to see what I could see with the defensive guys. Mm-hmm. But he, he looks the part. I mean, it's, he's... Good looking, Joker man. That's the way. That if you're building a running back, that's the way you want them to look when they're a freshman.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and to be to have the full bodied look, the thickness that he has, still quite shifty and quite fast. Yeah,
2: just stick a foot in the ground, get vertical, and he can go. Yeah. So again, you know, these guys, a lot of these guys haven't been in scrimmage situations, which is going to start happening this week. But yeah, I, I really like the makeup of this backfield, even losing the two guys you lost. It's still a backfield that's got a lot of talent, and it's got some versatility still. I just wonder, you know, going back to what we talked about in the first hour with receiver. I kind of I'll get on get into this with Rod and Matt on Mm -hmm. Longhorn Blitz, which we're going to record after we're off the air. I wonder, you know, I'm trying to figure out what the identity of this offense is going to be because the uh, the identity of the 2022 offense it ended up being Roshan and Bijan. That that was your identity. I wonder though. I feel like the identity, and I, I, we've talked about you know position versatility and multiplicity and positionless football and all that stuff. We talked about that on the Blitz. And I would love it if Sark went there. But I think the identity of this offense, Craig, I, I've got a feeling like it's shaping up to where it's going to be perimeter skill talent, just perimeter playmaking, and throw the running backs and JT Sanders into that group too. Right, Perimeter playmaking, but at the same time, the offensive line needs to be up to snuff. We know Sark wants to play with the physical edge. Sure, we know he wants to run the football, and his offense works much better when you can run the football. You, know, you get into all your RPOs and your play action stuff, and that's when you can take your shots and everything else. Sure, um, I just wonder how that balance is going to come. You no, know, I don't. I don't mean it like a pass to set up the run type deal, but how much versatility do you have to have in your running game? How dynamic does that running game need to be in terms of your calls? Yeah, Roshan and Bijan, you could just call inside zone, outside zone, and those guys could do the rest. Right. You might need to have more gap schemes for this group. You might need to have uh, more stuff where it's it's counter type stuff, uh, where you pull in more guys. You might just need to do that for for the not necessarily for this offensive line, but to help out your running backs to carve them out more of a design path rather than very rarely do you get two guys like that in this day and age that just have natural feel as runners like those two guys. I think you're just going to have to bring more diversity to your run game with the backs you've got, and hopefully, you've got the offensive line now to do it.
0: You're on record as saying last hour that the most indispensable player right now is JT Sanders.
2: Yeah. I, I think so. Okay. I would put him number one. Okay. Kelvin Banks, number two. Okay. Um, I would probably, if we we're including the whole team, I'd probably go Jalen Ford at three. Okay. I
0: think
2: mm-hmm. Jalen Ford's that important.
0: Yeah. yeah. No doubt. No doubt.
2: Those would be my top three. Yeah. Okay.
0: There's our longhorn notebook. As we get ready, head into our final break here. Just looking at a really uncomfortable shot. I mean, uh, uh, Rick Petina was introduced as the head coach at St. John's, and he was there at the podium. He looks happy enough, but he was there with a priest. It was there from Father something or other from St. John's. Father, I handle basketball. You know that that deal. Uh, him and Val Ackerman, the Big East commissioner, and they all looked rather and some of the and the athletic director, and they all looked rather uncomfortable. Except for Patino, he looked quite comfortable. Yeah. So he's now in St. John's.
2: Yeah. Good for him.
0: Yeah. So there you go. All right, we'll be back to wrap up today's edition of Light the Tower on the Horn. going to wrap it up for today's program I'll be out tomorrow traveling to Kansas City then you'll hear me from Kansas City on Thursday when Jeff
2: is traveling
0: to Kansas City
2: I'm I'm not going to promise a cocaine bear review tomorrow Uh, I'm just saying there's a chance of it there's a chance so you're telling me
0: there's a chance
2: okay maybe slightly better than the odds that Mary gave Lloyd okay okay very good
0: all right uh Thanks to our man behind the glass, our producer, Cameron Parker. And, of course, from my co-host, Jeff Howell, I'm Craig Wade. Thank you for joining us. Jeff will be on with you tomorrow. I will be on from Kansas City on Thursday morning. Hopefully we'll both be on Friday. We'll see how all that shakes down as well. Stay tuned. Chad and Zay are up next. And we'll visit with you next time on Light the Tower.